<clears throat> Welcome to the Dwellers Discussion. I'm Alex. I'm Tim. I'm Desmond. And tonight we have a very special episode. It's the first episode of our so-called Dwellers Adventures. It's a D&D um, monthly iteration of the podcast. And tonight we're just going to do the basics of how to make a character. And Tim here is going to do mostly explaining since he's the most experienced person at this table. Or I'm very inexperienced. I've played like two hours of the game, but that was so long ago I couldn't tell you how it worked. Desmond, how long have you been? I've played, played a half-ass one. Like, That's I'm not even going to count it So we're, we're very beginner. So Tim's going to go through some history, I believe. He's, and he's going to talk about. Hands. He's going to literally hold my hand and get me out of the <laughs> So as a lot of you may be seeing on the internet, uh, Dungeons & Dragons has gotten a big surge uh, due to a lot of online appearances, uh, such as Critical Role, ran by Matthew Mercer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, look at podcast, then, by the way. Which is, yeah, very, very, very good And they have a lot of special guests. I believe last week they're doing a, a World of Warcraft-themed one uh, oh, for the cool. announcement and release of Battle for Azeroth, and they had Terry Crews on. No shit! And he uh, was... Is this, the one, is this a YouTube series, too? Do they ever have Vin Diesel on? I think so. It was like, are these, like, actors that get really fucking into it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. The one with Vin Diesel is amazing. Vin Diesel is awesome. Um, there's another one called Harmon's Quest. Okay. Uh, that's ran by Dan Harmon, the co-creator of Rick and Morty. No shit! Yep. Dan Harmon does a D&D yeah, board? I don't like animated, Rick and Morty at all. That an, sounds awesome. There's an animated series behind it, too. Whole animation episode behind the. I know. Uh, every Magic adventure. the Gathering and D&D are doing a little crossover thing yep. as well. They're starting to do a crossover. And then Roleplay, another very big co- uh, D&D uh, podcast as well. Uh, so in the past three or four years, it's uh, gotten a major, major surge of... of uh, just coming back out from what it was. I mean, it's always been a very popular game, uh, but now it's definitely in the limelight, mm-hmm. uh, as I believe that it deserves. Uh, I've been playing this game for 10 years now. I absolutely adore every campaign I've ever you're, ran through. You're a chunk of the game, man. This thing's been around for, what, 78, 79, I think? 77. 77? Jesus. Yeah, Gary, uh, the, the creator's name was Gary Gygax. He created a game in 71 called Chainmail. And then in 77, it became uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. And it That's just, cool. That's and then in awesome. 83, he got the cartoon series going. If you ever remember, like, random, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 but didn't they have a live action DD movie? I think they so. They had two of them, and is it worse than, like, Giant you know, is Flop ever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I figured. Really suck, I thought. Uh, another D and D spinoff type deal would be Pathfinder. They did do a movie for that. Yep, as well. they did. Pathfinder uh, again. Anytime another. I was looking up D and D stuff, uh, I kept seeing Pathfinder everywhere. So I was curious, what is that? Uh, think of it as D and D, but a little more kid friendly, if you will. No. So I look at it. Yeah, I mean, it's not as like a gruesome tale, like a spin of D and D. It's the, uh, when you're 12, but you want to play D&D. Oh, cool. But you that, can't awesome. comprehend first edition. Right. So, basically, the, the one thing I always tell people in the very beginning is, um, this is going to take a lot of remembrance. It's going to take a lot of energy out of you. Well, it may just be a simple tabletop game that you're playing with your friends. Remembering notes of past adventures and, and, and sticking to your character's code and everything is not an easy task. Remember, you know... For example, if you're playing a paladin or a cleric, a lot of the paladins or clerics like to follow a specific deity. Always remember that name on hand because if the DM is can be a you know an ass at times, oh, yeah. the the NPC <laughs> that he's controlling is going to call you out on it. Things like that. Why? Um, so what's the reason behind that? Like behind the deity in your? I mean, to I start a fight. Just start fights, like just to be an work. ass. Yeah, sometimes be an ass, start a fight. Throw a, throw a, your, uh, a wrench in the machine, basically, kind of break down 
not the simple you know walk your walk question there. are you truly going to play this character right folks at home I am sharpening a pencil right now and this 49 cent damn sharpener is the trashiest <laughs> trash I've ever trashed you're gonna hear some garbage and it's me just being angry like look at this fucking piece of shit See, sorry gentlemen yeah yeah no, I, I, I'll take uh, the risk I'm of making mistakes that's one of the reasons I never played two. this game is never I, my handwriting is so bad that I was afraid of reading you, but it. But I'm going in balls deep. <laughs> Tim, I showed you this earlier, and I showed you this the other Correct. day. Correct. It's called. It's from this place called OrcPub2.com. It's a character builder. Basically, you just input what class you like, uh, what class you think you're interested in, um, your race, and then I believe there's one other thing, and it comes out with a pre-made character. Oh, we got the first flub of the day. Now I don't know anything about this, so well, I think what we should do here is we should we should build this character. I have. It is, uh, right now it's a High Elf Warlock, and his name is Redmond Tossleaf. The most generic ass Which is an awesome name, by the way. I do really like that name, actually. So that's another thing I wanted to bring up to people, is, um, a a lot of people that I played with were very, very shy. Yeah? With coming to the game. Like, outside of D&D, they're, like, extroverts. They're, like, talking crowds Mm -hmm. and stuff, and, and you come to a table with five other people, and then six including that person... And they just shut down. They're very shy. And the reason is, is some people who want to experience D&D aren't as, for lack of a better word, into a lot of the geeky and nerdy yeah, things. Yeah, they're, they're not about the role-playing. Right. Aspects. And that's and, 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 and I'll be dead honest with the people listening at home with you two as well. Um, a lot of people, when they're trying to role-play or come up with a name, they're embarrassed. And, uh, I mean, but which is understandable for the first two times. Yeah. I was definitely afraid. You know, I, I could with something because, like, they, you know, what did I used to do with my World of Warcraft characters? I'd have to make names. That's what I got right. in my MMOs. So right. I would always try to pick something that kind of was pretty cool with it. But there's always a good name generator. But these are really solid name generators. I like them. Oh, absolutely. The one for that uh, uh, dwarf I showed you, I like that name, too. That was cool. Exactly. So I think we should just start off with... Let's, uh, right, so it always comes down to the character. Okay. Um, obviously, for those people who are into the geeky and nerdy things, choosing a race shouldn't be hard for you. But in 5th edition... You know, there's many different races to choose from. You have elf, dwarf, human, half elf, uh, gnome, halfling, dragonborn. Dragonborn. Um, that uh, some of the races from uh, the Dungeon Master's Guide, D- or the DMG, as a lot of people call it. Um, there's a, a few of the races from the last edition. So, uh, by the way, for the listeners, we are playing fifth edition dra- uh, Dungeons and Dragons, which released just in the past year. Um, it is a much more simplified of the ever so popular and on the highest of pedestals 3.5 that everyone adored. Uh, this is basically a super simplified version of that. Um, it's very easy for newcomers, and I think that's why there's such a resurgence. Um, but as I was saying, there's many races you can choose from. What would you want your character to be like? Would you want your character to be more boisterous? Would you want your character to resemble you in a way, but maybe not as a human? You know, yeah. are you are you for like for an example like myself? I'm six foot three, hundred seventy pounds. If I don't want to play a human, what else am I going to pick? There's an elf. Yeah, there's yeah, things like that. Yeah. Half elf. Yeah. things like that. Do you want your character to look strong? Do you want your yeah. character to strike? You know, like a, strike a, a feeling in someone. So if you're, I, you know, things like that. With this character, I like the high elf because number one, he is lanky and tall. Most elves in most games are lanky and tall. Oh, so right. I'm just going off of what not. I see. Exactly. You're definitely and that's tall. fine because if I want to do, I just play a halfling and be fucking hilarious with a rogue. <laughs> but I, I want him to be <clears throat> strike fear and brood inside people. He's he's the, this Redmond guy. He is a mercenary for hire in a way. 
but he's a warlock. So he goes around and he's he has no affiliation with anybody. He you know he doesn't make friends easy. He's out just for the money. And he's out for the adventure. But we'll talk about the money more than anything. So I want him to be very intimidating. I want him to when somebody comes across him that tries to wrong him, they'll know why they should have wronged him. Right. So I, I, that's what I'm looking for in this character. Right. So, and that's another thing that it comes down to is can you make a, ba- a backstory for your character? What would you want your character to be? Is your character maybe a veteran of a past war? Is your character off to set on an adventure? Make money, make fortune, you know, make a name for themselves. Do, do good by the law, do bad, or do both in some situations. So, uh, speaking <clears> of like good or bad, I keep reading chaotic, evil, chaotic, good. Do you want to explain a little bit of that? Yeah, so there's the different... Um, is it like a morality type of deal? Is that what they would call it? Essentially, right. So chaotic, good is means you, you can absolutely do no wrong. Your character can do nothing wrong. Your character is going to do everything utmost by justice, <coughs> and everything that's your character no, sees fit is good. Life right, there. right. So now, while chaotic good, you're like, wow, I might play Paladin who, you know, who follows his deity in the battle, you know, into saving someone, things like that. Now that's always good. However, if you have a party of five or six people and someone's playing a rogue and he's doing some good and some bad, yeah. he's fencing hot items while he also saving that someone. He's mm-hmm. calling him out. That Pelham, you know, he's yeah. going to have a talk with him. Okay, okay. You know, things like okay. that. That's cool. So, um, that's really right interesting. Now, with you, you're talking. I feel like my paladin person here is not going to like you. I don't think much. so either. But you know what? My recommendation. I think we'll be for the right. class you picked yeah. here. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you along down the road. But um, so now that you have basically like a backstory and a character mm-hmm. that you want, there are specific classes in the game that you can play as. For 5th edition, we have a Barbarian who's basically like a huge all-out aggressive fighter. Mm-hmm. He, he enters the battle purely on rage, and that's what excels him in his fighting. Okay. Uh, a Bard who uses, um, obviously a lot of Bards use uh, music. People think, oh, you know, it's funny, it's music. Mm-hmm. It's always magic. They can make crowds uh, of people fall asleep. They can make someone okay. stunned in place. They can, okay. uh, you know, if that Barbarian's going and he's hurt, he can do music to buff him in battle and have him gain his HP back, <laughs> things like that. Uh, a cleric who's a priestly warrior, essentially, um, uh, more more of like a uh, mix of a sorcerer and a paladin, per se, kind of ordeal. So is it is it a healer? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, battle clerics healer, are essentially, okay. basically, cool. a battle healer. That, that's that's cool. a good way of putting it as well. A druid, um, basically someone who follows the way of nature, mm-hmm. uh, who knows their surroundings as far as battle goes with nature, and uh, can also turn into specific familiars of nature. Okay. Uh, such as fox, cat, owl, yep. you name it. Yep. Uh, a fighter, obviously someone who is a master of, of uh, weapon combat, okay. uh, whether it be two weapons, shield and uh, shield and sword, axe, bow and you know bow and sword, what have you. Okay. Fighter is a very versatile class and is normally picked by newbies. Okay, which well, is which is true. A fighter is just a, a fighter is basically just a, a well-rounded of everything else minus healing. Okay. And, and I mean, that's a good way of putting it. You're going and killing everything. You don't need to worry about healing. No, no, yes, you don't. <laughs> a monk, uh, it's a master of the martial arts. So, this is someone who really doesn't use weapons. I'm, I'm and it might come. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who, who, which also might come down to it most of a weapon, uh, a kukri, which is a yeah. punching dagger. Yeah. That's the most that they'll use, nothing yeah. more. But it's a, it's a master of They've martial seen arts. The, like, 
Some monks use like staffs at mm-hmm. times. Correct. That's yeah, it. just wooden staffs, things like that. Um, and their pursuit of just physical, spiritual perfection in what they do, what they hold dear, in both fighting and religion. Okay. Paladin, obviously we see paladins and everything. It's a holy warrior, obviously, uh, yeah. who is bound to a specific deity and they fight for that deity. Okay. Is it okay. always good? No. And by good, I mean what, and that comes down to the de- deity. There's evil deities and good deities. Yes, there is. That makes sense. So, speaking of uh, evil, since I'm playing Dragomorn, for example, if I was to fall into the goddess of uh, Tachysis, that would be an evil paladin. Okay. Which I'm not going to do. I want to play as a golden dragon because this guy believes in everything. Exactly. And it's it's, it's all comes down to what you want. Mm -hmm. But you, but what a lot of people do is I always tell people this as well whenever I, when I ran my first campaign uh, with people who were their first times. I had like five people, this was their first time I was running it. You always picture your character in your head on what you want them to look like, Mm -hmm. what they're going to do, things like that, you know, giant sword, things like that. That image is what you're going to work up to. Yep. So everything that you are working up to is you might be tuned in with your deity, but you're not going to be full-on conversation. They're going to save you yeah. at Yo, every you're doing corner. This wrong. Right. You got to do this. Correct. And it's going to be that. you're going to build more of a relationship with your deity as you do with the party. Okay. Uh, so the next class is ranger. Obviously, uh, this is a warrior who mainly uses. Very either two short swords with a bow or purely ranged combat. Okay. Uh, this is someone who also has a stealth aspect behind them hmm. as well. Uh, this is someone who also uh, kind of takes uh, a few of the uh, pieces of the druid who's very good with nature, tracking, okay. gathering information um, outside of city walls, things like that. Hmm. Um, but however, they're also attuned to being good at tracking in nature, that they can also track things down in a very high populated city. Okay. Uh, cool. Next, we have a rogue. Um, obviously, this is someone who is a master of thievery, a master of assassinations, a master of lock picking, uh, pickpocketing, things like that. Okay. Um, you know, this is someone who, all, again, uses uh, mainly daggers, maybe a short sword and a dagger, uh, maybe a crossbow for range, but okay. nothing more than that. <laughs> uh, the next we have a sorcerer. This is uh, who draws on inherent magic from either gift or bloodline. And I'll go through with that later on. But this is basic. A sorcerer is basically someone who is a magic user. However, this is someone who's born with it. You are born with this magic. Uh, and you already. Uh, next we have a warlock. This is a wheeler magic that is derived from a bargain with an extra planar entity. So this is someone who was born... You know, they had no magic in them. They bargained to wield this power from an entity of some sort mm-hmm. or a possible deity. They were gifted that magic by an unknown force, whether it be good or evil. And finally, we have the wizard. This is a scholarly magic user. So basically, this is a magic user who has learned from tomes, okay. books, spells, scrolls, mm-hmm. what have you, things like that. So they've only learned their magic from... Um, training. Yep. So, uh, like I, you know, like I said, they they can find a tome, they can find a scroll, uh, a book on magic, things like that. There is one additional class. It looks like I've never seen this before. This is on D and D Beyond. So this is for fifth edition. This is called a blood hunter. 
a fanatical slayer that embraces dark knowledge to destroy evil. So basically, what that basically means, from what I can gather from that little snippet of information, is they take the dark knowledge and use it against the enemy. Okay. So this is a fanatical slayer. So this is someone who is, again, following a deity like no other mm -hmm. on a hunt to wipe out everything. Okay. While a paladin might, you know, give someone a second chance, a cleric, you know, who is following that deity might give someone a second chance if they're evil. Okay. This is someone who is out to exterminate that evil with kill first, ask questions later. Okay. That's cool. Ordeal. So this is, which is... That sounds cool. Insanity. So those are all the classes <laughs> available in 5th edition. Again, you know, for the more experienced people who might be listening, there are other classes in the Dungeon Master's Guide, online, things like that, what they call a homebrew class, per se. Yeah. Um, but there are others in legitimate Wizards of the Coast books that you can kind of take your level off of and kind of go down a different path. But for now, we'll start with the basics. Okay. Um, so that's basically the basics of building a character okay. what you want them to look like what you want them to believe in what you want their you know their their story to start out as what they grew up with whether it be good or bad were they in a war were they you know things like that mm -hmm. and then it comes down to the class okay i've got a backstory what's going to fit that well was he someone who kind of grew up in the slums and learned how to pick doors and you know steal jewelry for money to you know feed people in their neighborhood is it someone who joined a holy war you know, anything. And it can come down. You just let your imagination just go. And that's what came down to people who, who I, again, I said they were embarrassed. You know, and, and there's no reason to be embarrassed with making something like this. Because I'll tell you this. I had a campaign that lasted for two years. Okay. We skipped maybe at most eight Fridays. And half of those were because of holidays or, or, or birthday of a, a, a family member. Mm -hmm. That's it. Wow. Things like that, where two or more people couldn't make it, and then we would cut it. <laughs> if three or you know, like three people max couldn't make it, we cut it because there was eight of us, including the Good DM. Lord. So there were seven people in the party. The eighth person was the DM, who do not wow. know the character. It ran for two years, Gosh. and and uh, three months ago, the guy who ran it, he he came in with a, uh, I think it was like a six by eight thing, and it said Carpathia, which was the name of the the giant nation that it was on two point Oh, wow. And he goes, you're coming back as new characters. You're, he goes, your old characters. He goes, you'll find out. Huh. That's all he said. He goes, I'm not letting that campaign die like that. That's cool. Because we ended it. You know, we ended it. Everyone, you know, got what they called the, their paragon. Oh. Which you'll learn later down the road. But a paragon is basically like your max level. A paladin could become a demigod. A druid is now a ruler of an entire forest. Things like that. Your end game essentially oh, cool. is what the paragon is. Okay. And he goes, and he basically came in and he set it down. And he goes, fuck that. He goes, new characters. He goes, same lands. He goes, we're doing something different. He goes, this wow. is in the future now. That's he goes, we're cool. doing this thing. That's awesome. And so that's where we're running right now. Every cool. Saturday or every other Saturday, so two Saturdays a month, which is awesome. That'll be cool, man. That sounds awesome. And uh, he was like, I'm not letting this die. He has all the old notes that he had oh, from the last oh. one, which is like a binder full. It's oh, like two years worth of notes and stuff. It's amazing. So um, that's the basics of character creation. And then it uh, basically goes down to um, stats. So there's two ways that stats can be put in. <clears throat> so you can either take the numbers 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, and 8. Those six stats which go into your strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Okay. 
and you can just put those in with what you see fit. In the book, obviously it's going to tell you your two best stats. So you're playing, what class do you play? I'm going to be Dragonborn uh, Paladin. So your two best stats are probably going to be Strength and Constitution. Because Constitution exceeds uh, HP, Armor, things like that. You're playing what class? Warlock. Warlock, so that's going to be probably Intelligence and Wisdom. Okay. Um, so, uh, can I get those numbers again? Yeah, it was, so, it? it was 15, 14, 15, 13, 13, 12, 10, and 8. Or, you can get stats another way, which I call the 4 roll. The 4 roll is this. You take 4 d6, so 4 6-sided dice, okay. and you roll them. You take the lowest number out, and you write that number down. And <laughs> then you do it 5 more times, and that's your number. However, that is risky. Because they're in certain situations where you can roll lower than an eight. Yeah. Things like that. And you are screwed. With those, you might see um, in certain situations there's a bonus modifier. So let's say you're... Uh, I know Dragonborn gets a plus two in strength and he gets a plus one in one other stat, actually. So let's say he puts 15 into his strength. His strength is now permanently a 16 because he gets plus one as a racial trait. Things okay. like that. You're an elf, yep. so I know you get plus two into dexterity and minus two into something else. I forget okay, what that so one was. We'll um, a lot of these stats, I'll tell uh, you guys plus now. Plus one in charisma. Plus okay, so charisma. if I was to write this on the sheet here and I was going to use the modifier on dexterity, would I do the number plus two? Yes. So it's a race permanent thing. So let's say you put that ten in I, there. Yeah, I put the eight. I put an eight on dexterity plus two. Okay, so let's say you put an 8 in your dexterity. Yep. Your permanent number is 10. Okay. The, the modifier is basically is... Um, and that's what I was just about to tell the listeners. You're going to be in this book constantly mm-hmm. looking up everything. And it's going to be like that for a long time until you get the hang of it. And again, and I'll, I'll tell people this, there's no shame in that. Yeah. Checking the book. Even me, sometimes I'm like, what's the hit die on that weapon? I'm like, I can't remember and I have to go into the book and check. Because uh-huh. I can't always remember every little, you know, little stat. Um, the modifier is there's a specific number bracket of numbers, right? So I think 11 through 12. So let's say your dexterity is a 12, right? And you have to roll uh, a leap, which te- takes dexterity, right? Mm-hmm. You roll a d20, let's say you get a 14. Dexterity is in an 11 to 12 bracket. It is a plus 1, so it's a 15. That's what that is. You, you swing at someone, right? Let's say it's a 19. Your strength is at 11 to 12. It's a, tw- it's a non-natural 20. Okay. Things like that. Um, things can go over 20. Things like that. You can get a lot of bonuses as you go down the road. It's only going to okay. get you know, higher and higher rolls. Things like that. Okay. Um, so that's what that means. Okay. So you can choose whatever way you want to do it. You can either take that six numbers or what I call the four, the four roll. And you can roll out your six numbers. So let's say you got a six, a five, and a three. That makes 14. And your other one's a, a two. You take that two out, and you add the three highest okay. numbers. And that's the first one. Okay. I could be more, I, in, in this case, if you want to, I can be a little bit more lenient if you get a pretty bad number. Some DMs, he, you know, he'll sit down and tell you, he goes, you can do the four roll. He goes, those six are permanent, though. He goes, I'm not changing it. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take the base six. I'll take an eight, and I think that's a negative one. Okay. So if you throw it into something that requires that, it, it, you say you roll 17, it's a 16. Things like that. Okay. Um, and that can all be found in the book. Um, and then it, from there on out, it's learning everything behind your character. 
So the characters that I've played the most throughout my campaigns, uh, through the campaigns I've been in, okay. I should say, have always been a rogue or a ranger. I've always been good at doing the tracking, kind of playing both sides of the field. I had a ranger who was um, neutral good. He did a lot more good than bad, but every now and again, you know, he, he would lift a purse, you know, things like that. Just so, to, to question, aid someone else. What's the difference between intelligence and wisdom? So intelligence is your overall, like your brain smarts. Alright. Your wisdom is basically like from what you know how we've always perceived it is is what you do with that knowledge right all right <clears throat> so wisdom is a is basically like their willpower and their common sense you know like their intuition to do something right um things like that okay so all right so for this warlock here Got 10 in strength, 10 in or 8 in dexterity, plus 2 modifier, which makes a 10. Constitution 12, intelligence 15, wisdom 14, charisma 13. Okay. That is my first line. Desmond, what do you got for yours? I have a 14 plus 2 in strength. So that's, a, so that's a permanent 16. Permanent 16. Yep. So, just... so it's a racial, tra- a racial trait. Oh, no, you just write the 16 in there. Oh. Yeah. That little one is something else. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Oh, I'm going to keep how I have it. That so you way. have a 16 in strength, which uh, is good. Yep. A 12 in dexterity, a 15 in constitution, a 10 in intelligence, a 13 in wisdom, and a 9 in charisma. So as far as I know... Uh, I which one Which one does my warlock have a negative on? So I mean, you're I playing an elf, right? What we could do here is we could just do this. Yeah, and each race has a plus and negative to what they get in their stats, so I know elves get a plus two into dexterity, mm-hmm. and then I believe it's a negative into something, unless they just did two positives, but it used to be a negative in there. I have two positives. So you do get a plus two to strength on plus one charisma. Okay. That's cool. I also got a breath weapon. What weapon? A breath weapon. So basically it's... um what a specific dragon can use. So obviously a lot of dragons breathe fire. In some cases that yeah. might not be true. You get ice, acidic. Hi Sarah. Things like that. Well, hello. That is my girlfriend, everybody. We are sitting in my kitchen. We are doing this. So it looks like you just get a dex increase okay, by two. Cool. <laughs> oh, hold on. Come on, Sadie. That's my dog. Come on, baby. Let's go. That's okay. Don't worry. Oh, I scared the hell out of me. Welcome to my home. Welcome to my home. Welcome to my home. So, yeah. So you chose the best stats. For your class. Okay, so I got everything I need. Going in blind. Let's go to the next row. Next row is inspiration. So inspiration, we haven't really used that in much of the campaigns. Um, That's something I'm not. Hold on, I'm sorry, I didn't read this all the way. My ability score actually increases two other abilities plus one. So what I will do is I will actually do that on intelligence and my wisdom is not going to have more of that since I think that would be the best ideas too. Right. So the next thing that people always want to learn is, okay, I've, I've picked my class, I've got my stats, now what? Obviously in this, we're just kind of going along step by step, yep. but at home you're going to want to learn the ins and outs of your character. Don't read too far, like with the levels, like at level 15 you get this. Don't worry about that when you get there, you'll figure it out. If you mm. want to read that later, sure, but for now, you just want to learn the basics of your character. So, what does your class mean? What does your class do? In certain situations, what can the class do? There's a good wizard and a bad wizard. What affects the class based on the character's motivations, their their thoughts, their ideas, their beliefs, etc., so, so on and so forth. From what I read about dragon porns, 
is they're normally a part of a clan. Correct. And a while back, I guess, there was this big war because of some evil person. Correct. So there was this one group called the Araks, which my character is named after. So he's going to be following in the faith of the Araks a lot. Perfect. So that's also going to go into, so that's your race, Dragonborn. You have a backstory behind it, and that's now going to play into your class, which you picked as a paladin. Perfect. You gave your backstory right at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what you're doing. Yes. So, Perfect. Yes. So what should I, so also on this top part, you have background. What do we do, what is the background? Exactly? So the background basically is like, uh, I think it would be better if you write down a separate piece of paper. Oh, okay. Like a so, little okay. background okay. story behind That's the character. whole story. Got exactly. you. Okay, then I'll put asterisk something. So someone, someone. Alignment, the same exact thing? What's uh, alignment, alignment would alignment be like chaotic good. Okay. So alignment so, would be CG. Uh, you know, since you neutral, say you're a yes. mercenary and you are for money, you would just you be, would you're be neutral. So you'd be TN. That would be my recommendation. Um, you what, know, is, what is T? What is the T? That's stand true for? neutral. True neutral. So you're yeah. you're you're playing Can my both sides of the switch. Yes. Okay. If your character, okay. if you feel like your character might have a change of heart, like yep. sometimes if I, you know, like one of my characters, like we went through a battle, mm-hmm. a hard battle, and there was like a lot of death and things like that. Yeah. My character, like I said, played both sides. I never played mo- one more than the other. I was dead true neutral the whole way. However, there was like a lot of destruction and stuff and. <laughs> the way that the DM described, you know, in the beginning scene of Saving Private Ryan, where it's just silent yeah. and he's seeing the horror of everything yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh, I had gotten knocked back from an explosion. I, I, you know, I, I didn't lose any health or anything like that, but I had taken a blow by getting knocked back, and everything was just silent. I was seeing like families, you know, yeah. dead soldiers dying, things like that, and I, you know, and my character, because I thought about it in mm-hmm. real time, like my actual uh-huh. life. And I had a kind of a change of heart, and I did more good than evil, so I became like a lawful neutral. So I was doing a little bit more good, and I was doing a little bit more bad. I was still doing bad, you know, lift, you know, fencing items, you know, a thievery ring, thing like that, but I was still doing a lot more good mm-hmm. because of that. So that's what that came down okay. to. So your alignments can change. Okay. Yours, on one hand, more than likely will not, unless you obviously choose to do some questionable actions if you stick to the class like i said just reading up on it is important if you stick to it your alignment's probably going to change okay for now i would say lawful good until i would deem otherwise lg okay and then what do you got next uh experience experience points and that's what we're going to be writing down there's an experience point bracket one you know zero to a thousand you hit level two so on and so so forth what uh what should we do with that? So right now, uh, we'll just put zero because you guys are at level one. Okay. All right. Next one will be inspiration. Um, so I, inspiration, we haven't really dealt with that one too much. A lot of the sheets that we have really don't have inspiration. Is on it, it like? Is it necess- necessarily needed? Uh, so inspiration is a token uh, to gain advantage on. So what it's saying is. Uh, DM points basically okay. so basically inspiration is DM points so basically like let's say a lot of the teammates are down but not dead yeah. a lot of people are knocked out you, you know you roll to attack you crit fail okay you, you, you're gonna die because of that and so will the rest of the party you know things like that so inspiration is basically like a DM point a saving grace to go yeah, fuck it. Okay. Ten. You, you don't hit them but you don't miss them you okay. know or you what, know you, you um, don't die you know what should we put for that so we'll leave uh, that one blank. Blank? Okay. Then let's do proficiency bonus. So proficiency bonuses. Uh, Does that have down. to do with class? 
Or Correct. Do, okay. That's that's it's not race class. Oh no! I gotta pull up class. Yep. Always have the book ready available. Yeah. yeah. See, I have this. I have a PDF on my iPad. It just it looks kind of slow. So I think I'm gonna be able to. I can find this for cheap. So I'm gonna have to find this eventually, so we can play. I definitely want to get the books. It makes my life easier. We'll discuss what we should probably do. I think one of us should buy buy. one. We should buy the other. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, so for the listeners at home, uh, you know, if you have like a big tablet or like a big phone or even a laptop that you want to bring Mm -hmm. to your sessions, uh, you can find a lot of the PDFs of the player's handbook. You can find notes. You can find spell tables, you know, things like that. However, if you really want to get into the, the... I guess the more realism right, of D&D, you, you can go out to a Barnes & Noble or, you know, places like that, and you can buy the hardcover books. If you want to, you know, do it by the books as you've always seen it in, like, movies and shows yeah. and things like that, uh, the books are for sale. Um, they usually range anywhere between 20 and $30. Um, I know the player's handbook goes for about 27 28 at Barnes & Nobles um, and things like that. Okay, so proficiency bonus. Let's find out. So proficiency bonus is based on the character's total level. And for example, if you're a fighter, you have the you have, so proficiency bonus is basically if you want to split your class up. So you have a fifth level character, right? Let's say you're let's say you picked a rogue, right? Okay. Uh, you have a rogue at level three, but you you spec into doing a fighter that's at level two. Okay. But you have a fifth level character. Okay. Right? And that's a proficiency bonus. Proficiencies um, also go into how well you are with the weapon. So basically for paladins, it's going to be light armor, medium armor, shield, simple okay. weapons, or martial weapons. And the warlock I see is light armor, simple weapons. Exactly. And that's it. So you would wear, you know, at most you would wear maybe like studded leather, and that's no more than that. Okay. So your medium armor would come up to like chainmail, maybe light plate armor, but nothing more than that. Okay, so what should we put then? What is that? So for now we're going to leave that blank Blank? and continue onward as well. Okay, the next one for me is saving throws, and I found my saving throws, which is on the sheet. Yep, and that's on the character. Wisdom and charisma. That's on the character class sheet. The saving throws are on there. Yep. And saving throws, basically Wisdom what that is, is um, if you're down and out, okay. there are going to be like saving throws to s- get you back up. Okay. You know, if you're weakened by a poison with strength, you're doing a strength saving throw, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, up at the top, we also have armor class, mm-hmm. and that's also within the uh, character sheet, hit points. Now, hit points, how we roll that out okay. is the hit die of your class plus... Now, and I'll give you guys a chance on this as well if you want, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll be, you know, crazy leaning on this if you want to change it. Hit die of your class plus your constitution modifier. Constitution modifier? Okay, so what, what would we roll for that set again? I'm sorry. A D8. D8. Let's do or no, it's your hit die. It's your hit die. So, so which one is a hit die? So that's going to be... It, it varies. For example, Paladin's hit die would be a D10. Okay. So he would roll a D10 plus constitution modifier, which so, is a plus... You're a 15, so I think a plus 3? Let me make sure for you. Um, uh, is it hit dice? 1D8 per warlock, is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah, hit dice. 1D8. So you would roll a D8 plus your constitution modifier. Okay, is this the 8? Yes, it is. Okay, so let's try it. Is that an 8? Nice. Eight plus, That's amazing. What was the uh, So it's your constitution, constitution modifier. Okay, so no. I'll tell you this right now. Ready? Mm-hmm. Eight, pl- 8 to 9 is a negative 1. 10 to 11 is 0. Okay. So if you roll like a 16, okay. you don't get any modifiers, okay. it's 16. Okay. 
12 to 13 is plus 1. Okay, so odd minus plus 1, so it is going, mm-hmm. my hit points nine. are going to be 9. And, and what did you where roll? did we uh, see that? Okay, so you get a 3 plus constitution modifier, which is 15, so it's a plus 2, so you would get 5. Right. Where did I write this down again? My bad. <laughs> Armor class? No. Uh, uh, Current hit points. Current, right? And so, like I said, in the books as well, this this is here for 14. Armor class, is, plus is that? Two. Oh, you know what? Keep going. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. So if you want, you guys were talking about the modifiers, right? So you, yes. have, you have a strength of 16. Mm-hmm. In that little bubble, you would write plus 3. So if you roll something that takes strength, like, you know, you roll... Would I do the same thing with the ones that I have the modifiers on? Correct. So, so, so 10 is 0. I saw that. What's your next one? 10? So oh, no, no, no. mean I write plus 3 and That's strength, so well? you keep that. Your next, your dexterity. Dexterity, constitution, intelligence. So, I got that three. little thing there is yeah. a 0. Uh, 0? Yeah. Okay. So, 0. Okay. Just 0? Yes. So your next one, your strength is uh, permanently a 12, because you get plus two decks with being an elf, right? Yes. So your decks is, that big number there is a 12, and your bubble is a plus one. Zero, uh, no, uh, 12 is plus one, 15 is plus two. You said dexterity is 12? Uh, 12, so it's Wait, plus one. Why is that plus two again? Because it's in the 14 to 15 bracket, oh, so it's okay. a plus two modifier. 10 is zero. 13 is plus 1, and your charisma is 9, so that's a negative 1. Okay. Intelligence is a 16. So it's an 8. 15 and 13. So, okay. So since that's a 16, it's plus 3? Correct. All right. Now okay. So what do we do? Do we do anything else with mine, then? With the so that's, that's basically okay. it. I uh, just wanted to get those right. modifiers out of the way. Next. And I know that was a little bit confusing that's for the listeners there, but true. like I said, you'll find that in the books as you go along. You'll probably have a... Uh, uh, an experienced, you know, DM, oh, okay. someone who's been playing for a while, to walk you through those steps. Uh, speed is just your ground movement. Um, basically, uh, you guys are I having no modifiers like to 30 that. Thirty something. So it's it's thirty or feet. Or Usually, or it's thirty feet for Dragonborn. Yeah, thirty. And elves, I believe, also get yeah thirty feet as well. I get sixty feet to look in the dark, though. I know I saw that. Yeah, that's uh, dark light, right? Yeah. Yeah, dark vision. So um, sixty so feet. Dwarves get it I as well. I want to be like you know the normal paladin with plate mail armor and all that fun stuff. You right. Know? So right. okay. So armor class. What do we? So want to be armor class. So what that comes down to. Actually, there's one more. It's called skills, and this is found under what your um, uh, classes. Mine, I did. Mine, I can. I can choose between two skills of arcana, arcana, deception, history, intimidation, investigation, nature, and religion. So I decided to choose. Intimidation and deception. And I don't know anything about... Um, no, yeah, intimidation and deception. I don't know anything about what those mean, but I want my character to be kind of sketchy to people, not trust anybody, so I believe intimidation and deception just sounds the best. I'm right. sure that's kind of what you're supposed to do, but I'm not actually... Isn't that what you're supposed to do, I guess? So, for example, with me, I would definitely pick religion as a skill. Yes. Well, you should also Hell check... You. Here, you should also check for your class and see what it tells you, because that's where I got that from. Well, Paladin's follow the religion quite heavily, so I know that one for a fact. So, right now, your modifier is 10 plus your dexterity modifier. So... Wait, what is... I'm sorry. 10 plus your dexterity modifier. So yours is going to be 11, and yours is going to be 11 for your armor class. Okay, but where did... I'm sorry, where did you get that? You lost me on that part. So, base... (laughs) Your base armor class is always going to be 10. Okay. 
plus your dexterity modifier. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, initiative. Initiative. Basically, initiative comes down to who gets to go first. Um, uh, most DMs, while you roll like a 20 side, at the start right. of so a let's fight. say if I have four of you, let's say you rolled an 18, he rolled a 13, and the other two rolled a 9 and a 4. Right, it would go you, you, and then the, okay. it goes down the that line. That's how I do initiative. That's how That's I've always smart, done it. Um, but there is initiative stuff in the class okay. pages. If you want to write that down and fill everything out, you're more than welcome. And what else do we got next here? Let me see here. Um, saving throws, that's your skills. Temporary hit points, that just is... Kind of like armor, I guess? No, your temp hit points is... Wait, you uh, have let's five? Say, you only have five hit points? He got a three plus his two con was a five. <sighs> Shit, yep. that's going to suck. Well, or no, he got a three on a d10. <sighs> I might let him re-roll. I, I think I'm Mate, that might be a good idea because you are supposed to be the guy who like... So your temporary hit points, let's say he gets... I have more armor. Let's more hit say he gets a 12, okay. right? Go ahead and roll again. Let's, let's say he gets four damage. Okay. His temp hit points is eight until he heals or the battle is done. And then it goes back to 12. So that's your temp hit points. How much have you lost in battle out of your total? Okay. Right? So that's what that is. Then what's this other one? The hit. I can't read that. Hit dice? Hit, hit dice. That's just your uh, hit dice. So like how we got the uh, HP. So your hit dice for you is a D8. Yours is a D10. I don't like you. you All right. How about death, <laughs> death saves? I think that's one of those. Death, death saves, saves, successes, and failures. So when you get knocked to zero or below, you're unconscious and your character is possibly bleeding out, dying, you get three chances to come back. Uh, it depends on the number, okay. things like that, to roll. If you succeed, that's one check mark. If you fail, that's one check mark. Okay, that's what that's used Or for. until the battle's done and someone can revive you. Okay. But if the battle's going on and going on and it's your turn over and over and over okay. and over again, and you keep rolling until you get either get okay. back up with an HP of one or your character <laughs> dies. Neat. Okay, the next one is attacks and spellcasting. I have three boxes on each side. Do you see that? It says name, attack bonus, damage, and type. Yep, so that basically comes down to the weapon that you start out with. There okay. are some class starting thing kits. There are a lot of kits online, okay. things like that, that you can start out with. Um, there uh, are I'm a warlock. I want to use... No, where oh, you're at. I'm sorry. Uh, it's the third one right there? That's okay. Yes. I want to use basically a staff that shoots, I guess. I, if you can shoot fireballs out of it, I'd like to do that. That's going to be more of a sorcerer. Okay. Or well, wizard. Okay, so... Uh, so, basically, warlocks have the magic at the tip of their fingers. Okay? Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay. They use a lot of simple weapons, anywhere from a dagger. I've seen some use, like, a small one-handed mace. Okay. Things like that, but nothing more intricate than that. Maybe okay. even just, like, a short sword. Nothing more than that. I, I see Talons, it here, on the other hand, have proficiency in a lot of weapons, from small to big, including martial weapons. Martial weapons are basically, like... Um, Fanatical religious weapons. So a morning star, a good example, is one of those things. What is that? A morning star. It's a, it's a flail. Basically. Like a giant flail. Like it's a fl- it is like a flail. The, the name for a flail is called a morning star. Yeah. It's if, in now. Diablo three. It's a very big weapon for I believe. Uh, and for honor, the uh, exactly the knight. Yep. Yep. There you go. You, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. Yep. As soon as you said chain, swirling around. Chain, giant spike ball. Okay, so um, attacks yeah, and spellcasting. I'm going to use a dagger, and then whatever else a warlock can use. Right. So there should be some. So should game. I? Should I? Since I, I don't, I don't think I would be using the dagger all that much because it's mostly just a protection type of thing. However, something might okay. run up on you. Things so, like that, where you might need a range to cast some spells. Some are like. Yeah. Certain distances, yeah, some are instant, like, like might on be touch. a little bit different because I'm going to be obviously sword and shield, but paladins I know 
can actually use magic for like healing and other stuff. Right. It all and comes plus, down to there might be some base starting kits in the in the book. If not, yeah. we can go through those later on. Yeah, I, I just need to find. Later. I just I need to figure out. Some Basically, something that's not going to make you OP. Yeah, just give me something basic to start me off. Man, I'm happy with a sword and shield at the start. Yeah, I, I and just... And then I already know I have my breath attack, and just hook me up with, like, a few spells, because, you know, paladin... Go ahead and grab Desmond's real quick. Let's get him started, and I'll be right back. Okay, absolutely. So what else do we got here? So we have the personality traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws. So that just comes down to how you build your character, right. how you perceive your character. Um... A lot of people really don't write a lot because there's so much backstory that people can create oh, for their characters yeah, that I this know. isn't going to fit at all, you know? <laughs> it's not, not. It's not going to fit. Well, you might write for your ideals can go all the way down. It can be too much. Features and traits, that comes down to your class. That's also in the book. Attacks and spellcasting along with the weapons book, equipment book, things like that. A lot of it starts out, just like I said, by reading your book. class from start to bottom. But not reading everything. Like I said, it's like at level 15, you know, just... Don't skip to the next that. piece you know things like that um and that looks to me from what I can tell the entire character sheet from what I can tell that's it so basically all the stuff on the side here your personality traits ideals I was just telling him bonds and flaws that's basically comes down to character creation as well right okay. obviously what you might write down for your right bonds can go all the way down the sheet. It's not going to be enough room. No, is a bond write? is something like... I keep seeing something about a pact. A pact is a, you know, like a bond with is people that... in the party or a pact with someone. A, a promise or an oath you might have made with a specific... Okay, so for me... Then I would have like an oath to my Whatever clan. deity. Deity. Mine clan. would be a pact to a, you know, an other built being, basically. Correct. A specific so, deity yes. or, or something... That lived among the planes that became something. No, it'd be kind of interesting if he did the evil dragon. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, dragonborns kind of have their own backstory. Um, so I'm kind of just building from there. Right. Um, the features and traits, again, that's your class. Attacks and spellcasting, that's like your spells. You're going to have so many spells that this isn't going to be enough. Usually there's a lot of PDFs that you can use. Or um, there's a lot of apps that you can use. So, like, okay. for example, here's my 5th edition spellbook. Okay, I begin. What class am I playing? I'm playing a druid, right? Here's all my okay, here's cool. All my ones. This is, this is the last cool. one that I, I have. install so that, and then we can use it when we start playing. Right. We'll right. have to remind me how to do that, because that's awesome. And then other proficiencies and languages. Languages is oh, what you start out with. I have dragon tongue. So you have dragon tongue and I have elf, common. I have elf common and... I don't know what the other one Yes. Where did you, you see that? Elvish and common. Common and... And as I was telling him, apart from that, that's basically the entire character sheet. Now, a couple other tips I can give you guys is when you go home with the sheet, read through the book and go, okay. Basically, what you want to do is basically like a a, a checklist of your own checklist, essentially. Like a character sheet is like a checklist of everything, obviously. But you want to make sure that... I kind of want to fill out more is this. Well, you, skills. you only so get the, two, though. Yes, you only start out with two. That's I why religion. That's why you need to go to your. You need to find the paladin. So religion is just your knowledge of religion. So that would go under intelligence. All right. And also comes down to your stat rolls okay. too. So like. Uh, okay. So. Athletics that goes into your dexterity. Nature and medicine that might be like intelligence and wisdom. 
Sleight of hand, stealth, dexterity, survival, that goes down to wisdom and maybe strength. It depends on what the situation might be. Are you trying to lift a log that fell on you? Or are you trying to, you know, make it out of this area alive? Comes down to that. Um, animal handling, that falls into Druid. constitution or wisdom, I think. Oh. Um, but that's basically that. So you start out with two. And then it goes into specific stats, which again, as you're going to hear me say a hundred times, is in the book. Um, but like I said, you're, you're going to want to take this character she home and go, okay, is everything I writ out correct? Are my modifiers right? Did I roll my HP correctly? Is my armor class right? So Things like that. HP, can because right I can't. Yes. I can look at a sheet here and go, okay, you're at eleven. That's you know. I but like if I have five or six people, I can't get up, check, come back. Because yeah. there's going to be so many. So basically, you got to have a base knowledge coming in. Okay. Um, into it. As you go. But obviously, you're gonna if you're gonna have a smaller party, you know. You can kind of walk the you know kind of hold their hand through the first session, but after that. You know, Kill him. <laughs> what makes what makes your DM's life easier is if you make your character's life easier, and that's basically knowing your character, knowing what you're gonna roll, knowing okay. what dice to use, knowing what's gonna happen, knowing you know the good and the bad, things like that. Um, so after you check that, basically, kind of read up more on your character. The book is a lot of lore. It even gives uh, examples like combat and like. Usually the classes have like a story in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. it kind of like helps me shape what kind of rock. Yeah, and, and that's always a fun thing to do, is um, kind of reading that. You can even draw. I can draw information and in in ideas of okay. your character from the D and D books. Now, obviously, not cookie cutter, copy and pasted, but you can kind of go okay, and then maybe make a different storyline off of that. Listen, I got this. I'm going with the story. So that's basically another way of making a character. Okay. I always like doing that. And then basically, if you're a giant geek or nerd, kind of make your character do something else. Uh, I remember the one campaign we did for the one that we did for two years. My my uh, one of the players was a human fighter. He had a he had a long sword and a bow. Cool, cool. He had base ranger's clothing on, and his character was basically quiet. But when he was in combat, he was very loud, very proud of what he was doing. And I was like, okay, I know this character from somewhere. This character sounds like something. And his name started with a, I think it was with an O or a T. I forget what it was. Right? And for like months, I said, what's your character from? What's your character from? He goes, you know what it's from. No, tell me, what is it from? There's a character with a long sword who is good with other weapons. Nope. Darth Maul. Uh Uh-uh. Fuck. With with a bow. Uh, Ah, fucking Zelda. Link. Mm -mm. Fuck. Aragorn. Ah, shit! He had black rangers clothing and basic, okay. you know, basics. He was very quiet and astute Great. and confident. Great, I to fucking that. make my goddamn warlock be Gul'dan. Awesome! <laughs> not mad about it, but, but like, awesome. But, like, not take a full-on storyline, yeah. but because, I mean, he didn't have Aragorn's storyline. He just had his character act like a yeah. strong. Things yeah. like that. But obviously don't, like, take or steal a storyline. But, like, you know, make your own. Kind of be like, okay, you know, I kind of want my character to be, like, Quiet and calm in conversation like you're going, but mm-hmm. in battle, it's a whole different story. You know, things like that. Um, you know, for example, someone uh, you know had like the he had a character that was a, it was a paladin and that was in a in a war, and his character and one of his flaws was he uh, the the guy who was playing it he he was uh, he in real life he was a war veteran. He did he did a tour of combat for a full year. His paladin went through a war but would wake up with nightmares. So he took a real life experience. 
and put it into his character that made sense with the the times and everything like that, which was incredible. I when I heard that, I was like, it it like freaked me out that he was able to take a real life experience and put it into something else. You know, that his character was sometimes afraid to go back out and do it again. You know, things like that. Stuff like that. And the way that his character grew is how he grew after he came back from combat. Was, I'm okay with doing this. I did my best. I know I did my best. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. It was incredible, you know. So, never be embarrassed, you know, to take bits and pieces, but not a full grab of the hand and stuff. Um, So, basically, if, if you guys just check your stats later... You want to confirm your names? We confirm. Do we do your HP over again? Yeah. Go ahead and do it up. I'll That's keep the three. Do it. Yeah, let's get you an actual thing because you do it so well. I'm the squishy. You so supposed you to have some shit, bro. I'll do it, <laughs> So basically what you're going to want to do is go through the book that gives you basic knowledge. And you go, okay, I'll remember that modifier. And you're like, 14 is plus 2. Oh, I remember. You know, you're going you're gonna to pick up and you're going to... Once you feel like, I remember that. That first, I remember that modifier. I remember that attack roll. It's all... It, it just speeds up from there. You're going to start remember everything. So, after, like I said, so, you know, we've got your background, mm-hmm. your names, your class, your race, what you believe in. We've got your stats down. Well, that'll be when we start the campaign. Yeah, (laughs) we've got your 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 armor classes, your speed, your hit points. We've got everything in. We've chosen two traits. We've got the class features, the race features. We went through it all, and that is how you make a character. Awesome. Well, here's what I think we should do. I may not stick with this character. I may make something a little different. Let me know. And if I do, maybe I don't know. But Um, what we're gonna do next week is I hope we can. If you want, we could do this out of this basic Dungeon Masters book that I found in this, in this uh, kit I have here. They're really cheap. They're like 20 bucks. Okay. Or if I can make it up to a bookstore, I could try to find a fifth edition of this. And we could just go for If you want to run it, I can run a campaign from scratch, too. Or if you want to run it, down on notes. Now, what I have here is I have two I have a playmat. It would be cool if you just did like uh, a campaign based in here's, uh, uh, just one of the uh, magic sets. I could do that. You want. Just, I mean, you just... Yeah, the tiles. It's just so tiles. I have tiles. maybe and then I have about two hundred different figures at home. Yeah. Okay. So if you wanted, if you want to build something to get us to a small level, maybe level four or, or five, go ahead and do that. Get mastery. Okay. I thought that's And then this else. is one that came with the kit. The so kit, it's just. Right. Um, do you have a Dungeons Masters book? Do you have? I have a DMG from three point five that I can kind of iterate into five point oh. Is there any? Yeah. Do you think we could do that? Do you think that would matter? I can do that. Okay. Then let's do that. The next week, what we're going to do is we are going to actually start our first part of the campaign. Uh, I'm planning to have each, uh, you know, each session be about an hour, hour and a half, since I got to get up early for work. But uh, hey, Dor, you, you are the pencil master. Thank you. Do you think there's enough time to run about an hour worth of content into a oh, absolutely. campaign? Okay, then I think we could do an hour. Absolutely. Uh, I'm really excited where this is going to go. Hours. This sounds super cool. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I guess this before we go, I guess I'll ask you both. Do you have any questions about um, what we did here? No, because everything I want to ask questions about is during the game, kind of like, okay, so how do I attack? Well, I have to so it's stuff that we're that I think we're going to learn in the next in the next portion of this, right. which is just how to actually play D and D. And then a couple tips I want to leave the viewers as well with character creation. If you're having a bigger party, as much as you might want to play something, or someone else might want to play something, work together to create a good party because okay. if you're going to have 
a, a fighter, a paladin, a rogue, and a ranger, only one of those can heal. You know, or good, and no. they might not heal well no. versus a cleric who can still battle but heal better. Okay. Druids can heal, things like that. So it's it's um kinda like playing Overwatch or League of Legends. It's all about wanna, a good composition. Yeah. Exactly. Um Makes and the sense. second thing is um always try and maintain focus on everything that's going on. While it may not be your turn in a battle, pay attention to the battle. You know, something there's there anything it can, can happen. expose a weak point. Exactly, it can expose a weak point. Always, always like it may not be your turn to fight. Like if you're playing with like four other people, like get to take a breather, like get to check who texted me, etc. Kind of always pay attention to the battle. It may yeah. just be like three more turns until it gets to you. Yeah. There might be a weak point. I think someone might have gotten flung, you know, ten feet behind you, thirty so feet your away. Your strategy might change depending on what's happening during the game. Exactly, okay. that's cool. So. Yeah, that's um, kind of the last few tips I yeah, have. Um, yeah, I I hope I I think this is going to be a really good experience for both of us. I mean, I knew you haven't played much. I haven't played much. You're the most experienced, so I think this is going to be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and, and, I'm happy uh, to get more people into the game. Yeah, so if when I post this, I'm going to tag you guys on Facebook like I usually do. Oh my god! Um, I'm going to try to possibly I'll, I'll I'll set it where they're going to have my name. Hey, you know, if one other person wants to join us, we can. Or maybe I'll try to throw if we can get another person here that's more a little bit experienced as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. Come through. I have I have people um, who are wanting to still learn the game too. Yeah, I have if, at least two people who want to learn the game, okay. like legitimately. Cool. So I will. T- well, when I when I get out of posting this, I'll try to. I'll tag you guys, and we'll go from there. If we can get another couple people in here, that'd be awesome. It's kind of a small area, but we'll go from there. We can make it work. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. Paladin. Possible Warlock. Dungeon Master. Could be the Dungeon Master. He could literally be my Dungeon Master. I might have a Dungeon Master. There are situations where DM can play a character if there isn't enough. In this situation, we might. Yeah, we we could. That would be pretty cool if you could. I'll let you know. Yeah, we should. All right. He's going to be going crazy. uh, Oh, uh, you, you still like chicken, Desmond? Hell yeah. yeah! What's your favorite chicken. kind? What's your favorite kind of chicken? Fried, obviously. Oh, Jesus man. fucking Christ! <laughs> fucking okay, whatever. 